and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And guys, it's WrestleMania week, baby! Hey, you said that too loud, it's going to be a fucking week at some point. You better watch how you word that. I, I did. It is they a do week. have nine straight days of WWE programming. <laughs> but it might could just be nine days of WrestleMania. Oh, God damn it. it Don't uh, say that too loudly. Well, it is WrestleMania week. Because we know Stanford listens. Yep. Give us a... Uh, I think they listen to the good things, Paul. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Paul. They do. they do. It's the uh, Monday Night War Stories. <laughs> I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alone here with the Human Wrestling Database. Corey Mack. Who put the bump in the bump to bump to bump? Who put the ram in the ram a ding dong Baba Baba ram Damn it. He got it. The ch- 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 chosen one. Mike Boobo. That bass out of your voice, slap nuts. <laughs> I, I'm trying. I'm truly sorry, chosen one. I'm sorry, chosen one. Uh, should I do it again? I got your stroke right here. <laughs> the chosen one, Mike Boobo. All right, guys, it's Mania Week. We got a lot to talk about. We do. So let's start with the small stuff first. Uh, Andrade. That's a small thing. <laughs> oh. Andrade Ilidolo. It's like. Asked for his release, got declined, and then like a week later, he got his release. Like Corey's number one pick. <laughs> yeah. That's How do you feel, ha- buddy? That's what happens when uh, Charlotte talks. They listen. Hey, you inadvert- You accidentally told me I was pregnant, pulled me out of WrestleMania. Then I found out you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're going to release my fiance. You're going to get rid of the 90-day no-compete, and you're going to do it with a fucking smile on your face. Or my I'm, name's not Ric Flair. What? I'm pretty sure that's how the conversation went. I'm just guessing. Yeah. Oh. My bad. Breaking news. Breaking news. I was right. Where is he going, Corey? Oh, well, it was Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, because of... Uh... Makes sense. Uh, it, it, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a long-term deal. But, yeah, no. he's He he looks to be Ring of Honor bound. That's where the rest of the Los Ingobernables are. Um, <clears throat> they, ha- they pay well. Because... I mean, I hope they still are. As of right before the pandemic, Sinclair finally started opening up that bank book for talent. And, um, you know, the rest of those guys make a good living. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it looks to be Ring of Honor, which, I mean, good matches. He, he, he walks in the door. He's automatically a main eventer. Not to disparage the talent there, but he's Big fresh. Fuck. He's a big name. <laughs> I mean, he's right there. If you, uh, if you ever... Uh Come across a Danhausen match. I guess he weighs over three hundred pounds. I watched him today. I watched yeah. Ring of Honor Weekly. So could you. It's an easy watch. Oh yes, uh, but no, Danhausen's hilarious. Uh, that's it to me. That's the comedy wrestling I'm okay with. Yeah, because it's firmly planted in the lower mid card. It's not going to be taking up your main event storylines, secondary titles that could be helped to elevate other people, or just too much time period. There's nothing wrong with a little funny in the wrestling. Just leave it where it belongs. I saw like the video of him in his entrance about he's facing someone for like the third straight time, and he's just like yelling at the camera. Why like, am I still facing this guy? I've beat him once already. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. Where's my big bucks? Yeah, he, he stole my big bag of money. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, wants to be famous because he wants a gold house and a bag full of money. Yep. My favorite thing to do. Who doesn't? My favorite thing about Danhausen. Is that he does his videos online? Uh, like he hits him sending videos to Matt Hardy, and he's like, "Hey Matt Hardy, look what I'm doing!" And he does like the uh, Jeff Hardy like fingers and stuff, yeah. and like Matt responds like, "That's Jeff's." 
but you know, we can talk. And then like he sends them like um, two weeks later, it's like him with fans at a meet and greet. It's like hey, everybody do the Matt Hardy thing, does the Jeff Hardy <laughs> thing again. So like they he had wanted, a, he should bring in, he should bring in Lita. Hey Matt Hardy, look. They had they had uh, Mark Briscoe on commentary during that match on Ring of Honor, and that's always interesting anyway because you never quite know what's going to come out of his mouth. But as they go to break, and it, they've been keeping it, but he has a thing of adding Hausen to all of the words, and Dan Hausen does. Yeah. Mm. So he does like this rolling German. Like D-Light. Briscoe's just like, German Hausen! And it goes straight to break. <laughs> like, if you, it, like you, can get him a, you can get a cameo for him, and it's like 20 bucks, but it, it's like uh, Corey Hausen, Mike Hausen, Rubble Hausen. Have you seen the new thing? No. People are buying Dan Hausen cameos to send to Jim Cornette. Amazing. Of course they are. But there's been a wrinkle in this plan. Jim Cornette likes Danhausen. Damn it! Ooh, damn it! Because <laughs> sort of, bro. Kind of. He didn't know. He he knew of him only by name, and like was down on it until he saw the thing. He's like, "This guy's hilarious." That's I don't know awesome. what's going on here. Uh, yeah, James Cronet. Mm, uh, I think I know that name somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they wanted me to talk to you. I don't know why. <laughs> they keep paying me to yeah, talk did, to you. They pay me to talk to you. Well, it's close to midnight. I've got to express my way upstairs. <laughs> uh. And then uh, other news in the world. Uh, new New Japan World Heavyweight... IWGP no. World Heavyweight Champion. Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay. That caught Did, a lot of people off guard. Question. If we go back and check... Uh, um, New Year's... Res- uh, I think I said Ospreay wins. He did. Mark now, won. I, could, I, I would be the first to admit, for the New Year's resolutions of 2021... I think I did. did I'm I? pretty sure Joe Lessel. I will see if I saved it. I don't remember. Joe Lessel, I believe, said Will Ospreay will be IWGP champion this year. I, I think I did. I thought, mm, you maybe have an outside chance by like October, November. But not, but not April 4th. <laughs> so, you know, blew that out of the water. Uh, you know, this makes sense. At first, I was shocked. Um, I feel kind of bad for Kota Ibushi. Yeah. It feels like he won at Tokyo Dome just to combine the belts, just to do the story of merging them. And as soon as they were merged, he just loses it. But there's it's two like thi- a WWE thing, you know what I mean? Well, there's two things here. I think one, they plan on Osprey being a big dude, and one of IW, one of New Japan's things, especially with the heel coming up. They did it with Okada, they did it with AJ, they did it with, uh, <laughs> and they did it with Jay White. They will give them a quick world title run out of nowhere to just legitimize them. They'll usually usually lose it on their first or second defense. But that will have legitimized them at that level. And then they come back later for their more substantial reign, where the people believe it. They have two dome shows in May. And they've already announced that for the one in the Tokyo Dome on May 29th, that Okada will face the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, whether it's Will Ospreay or Shingo Takagi. They will meet at Duntaku. That Shingo tells me. Takagi. I would assume, just based on their previous bookings and the fact that they want to get as many people as they can in that dome. Make it a big deal. I would assume he loses to Okada in the Dome. And Okada's the champ. Going for the rest of the year. That would be my assumption. Interesting, though. I did not expect to wake up Sunday morning and be like, <laughs> Osprey's the champ, huh? Okay. When I, yeah, ex- same here. When I woke up on Sunday, I went, huh? <laughs> Wait, what? And then, like, I, I ignored it. And yeah. then, it, like, then I woke up. And it was like... Excuse me? It's like, what? Let me go back and check. It was like, nobody saw that coming this quick. I was like, all right, cool. You know what's funny? is like, you say this quick. He's been around for a while, but he's still young as 
fuck. Oh, yeah. He's like, I remember that Ricochet match that was such a big deal, and he's been on the E for a while. Yeah. That was the 2016. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so Five years ago? You know what else? And it, it was well, a little, was 12 years old. He's 27. He's 27. That was pretty Oh, shit. He's 27. He's 27. And I'm 96. <laughs> He's 27. Uh, that's how young he started. He's, uh, his five-year anniversary with New Japan was that very day, April 4th. Five years earlier, he debuted in the very same arena. Fuck. And he came back on the five-year mark and won the world title. Good for him. Jesus, man. And, and you know, he got a lot of negative backlash for giving the uh, cutter to his girlfriend in the ring in Japan. Uh, that's how they, like, he wanted to prove... Ghetto loves American storylines, but they don't really play in Japan all the time. This yeah. one didn't. People hated this. <laughs> Wanted to prove how much he, the IWGP world title meant, so if he would give the cutter to the woman he loves, Here you to anybody. What, will you, what will I do to some person holding that belt from me? What? Speaking of her... I figured out why. She lost uh, at a stardom show on April 4th as well, and announced she was leaving stardom in Japan. Uh, that's coincidental. And just, um, she was really mum about her further steps. Just that she was going back to the UK. And there's only one company that makes you keep your mouth completely fucking shut when you're on the way there. And there's so, a company in the UK. And there's, there's one company in and, the UK. And there's one major wrestling company in the UK now. So it sure looks like B Priestley will be joining NXT UK momentarily. So there's that. There, NXT UK is getting a strong... Roster, but so quiet because the UK. They have, yeah, no, you're right. They have such a great roster right now. They finished buying up, honestly, that's what it is, buying up the rest of the talent in the UK that isn't damaged goods. Right. Speaking out. The Me Too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, they have a really impressive roster now, and they have good announcing with Nigel McGuinness. The BTE Sports Arena in, 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 in London looks cool for the venue. It's just that uh, nobody watches it except for me. Just nobody. And the matches are great. Like Walter, Walter is two-year champion. Yeah. He's got two title defenses within like 12 hours this week. Jeez. Me thinks he wins both. Damn. It just doesn't make sense. He's, he's wrestling. He's defending that title night one of Stand and Deliver, right? But at the NXT UK WrestleMania weekend special Thursday morning, he's also defending the title. You know what's crazy? As they've almost gotten to a point, right, where it won't be believable if somebody beats him. Right. It's, they've gone past the point where it would make somebody to where, like, well, why did he win? Or you're going to have to move somebody. Or, like, they're going to yeah. win, like, well, he's obviously leaving if he lost to them. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the guy he's wrestling Thursday on the... Uh, NXT UK Prelude Special. Because it's on Peacock, so they yeah. want to try and make a big splash with Peacock. It's uh, him versus Rampage Brown, uh, who's one of the I big thought. new yeah. names they brought in. Rampage is a big dude, and he's experienced, and he can go. He's believable to beat Walter. Except for he just signed like three months ago. I just, it's too yeah. soon. It's... Um, the one way you could do it but is... But then again, you may have to have that kind of a situation, too. Or like, he could just at one point be like... You're all suck. I'm bored and just throw the title down. Like I don't even want it. You fight over it. You know I'm the best, anyway. You no, know, I, th- I thought of something the other day because I was thinking of Walter's chops, mm. and it dawned on me like if you can get these two together in their primes, 
which would be Walter right now. Yep. And then Samoa Joe, like, 2007. And just have those two beasts fight. That could be the ultimate fucking hoss fight of all time. They did crap. I mean, Joe in his prime was scary. It's one of those things, you know, what, like, the, what they try to do is you can do, uh, <laughs> um, Tyler Bate. You know what I mean? Like, try to build a story. Former champ. That, former champ. Try to get him. Uh, Dragon off. You know, that was a brutal match. <laughs> but then, like, he didn't win. So you're like, well, you didn't do all that and still didn't win. You know, the, honestly, I and mean, it's not a bad idea to, to have him wrestle guys like Champa. Yeah. Yeah. And he can't do it him soon because he's still a champ himself. But he's been a main dude for decades in multiple companies. He's that star level. He's on the run of his life. Hogan. Balor. Balor's the guy. Because that's what they wanted to do. That's yeah. the lead up they were going to do before COVID. Plus you wouldn't you wouldn't think, oh, he can't beat him because he's been positioned strong yeah. so long. That's the guy, I think, that you have to go with. If, if Balor loses on... But good luck paying him but, enough money to go to UK. Like, doesn't that yeah. feel like a, another demotion at and this point? True. You know how in the wrestling business, demotions can be okay. <laughs> I'll be demoted again. Don't worry about it. Just, yeah. you know, <laughs> make it worth my while. So, uh... Demote me all the way to the uh, fucking VFW hall. If <laughs> there's enough of this around, you know? So, boys, it's WrestleMania week. We had, uh... Monday Night Raw, the Go Home. The Go Home infomercial. Yes. Uh, tonight is the Hall of Fame, and they're inducting two years' worth of Hall of Fame. The only way they can get a Hogan induction without massive booing. So let me tell you uh, who <laughs> is being inducted, and you guys can give me your two cents. Uh, JBL. Deserves. Sure, WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. sure. The yeah. British Bulldog. Yes. Yeah. He deserves it. Jushin Thunder Liger. I mean, I he mean, nah. wrestled one match in WWE. Nah. But I think it's uh, funny. Such a huge star that... Vince Russo's excited. For wrestling one match in the company, and that was just five years ago. The NXT against Tyler Breeze. That's right. And you still get put in their Hall of Fame when you retire because you're such a big deal. That's pretty can cool. Can you name anybody? You know, can you name anybody? No one else has yeah. been like that for them. That I mean, that's unheard of for WWE. Uh... Anoki, because he never was with us. The only one I can think of. He wrestled in the seventies for them. Did he? Yeah, they, and they had a business relationship through like eighty-five. Anybody who never wrestled for them in it? I mean, some of the old timers that they do those like you know, what do they call it? legacy inductees and shit? Hmm. But no, I mean, like I mean for sure. I Vern, mean, Jesus, Vern Gagne. I mean, he deserves it too. So. No, it's a good pick. Uh, so that's the individuals for the group. You have the Bella Twins. I mean, I guess for WWE purposes, sure. Okay. Ish. They know. won't get any other reward outside of this company. So That's true. And then you have the NWO of Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Sean Waltman. And no shove. Easily NWO. feels... I mean, that's a no-brainer. However... I I question Waltman's inclusion in this one a lot. Because click. click. Yeah, click, that's why he's doing it, but it you don't even though he was one of the original he was an six. He was, he was six. Yeah. <laughs> but he was never used as a major part of it. He was he was a step, and I do mean a step above the B team because of the click 
thing. Do you think they're they're involving him because of the second run he had when they tried to do in WWE? No, I think they just wanted to. They want to put the NWO in, but they wanted to put something that's WWE ish in. Triple H wanted to give his buddy another ring. Yeah, and McMahon isn't you know, oh goddamn, put Waltman in there because uh, Hall and Nash it's still questionable, and Hogan far from positive. So they wanted mm. a fresh WWE face. Yeah, because I mean you could have picked anybody for the fourth giant big show who's not even in the Hall of Fame <laughs> and now probably won't be for quite a while. Bibiase, Bibiase, Bischoff, Bischoff. You know would have been the obvious one. We'll get one, to later, but I mean, fucking nonsense. So you have that. You have them deserving. And was that all for last year? Is that, that, what that well, was? well? Hang on. There's well. two more. There, uh, there's the celebrity. But I mean, these were all for last year. Yes. Yeah, these right? are 2020. Okay. These are these are the uh, wrestlers. Then you have the celebrity William Shatner. I. Yep. The wa- Warrior Award. Goes to Titus O'Neil. Mm-hmm. Of course it does. Yeah. Cool. Their thought, their excuse was we had already put a lot of work into him getting it in Tampa last year. And that's why we're, because we, a lot of people are like, Shad Gaspard. We could and, just not and, stop doing that fucking award. And they shut that shit down real quick. For some reason, apparently, Shad Gaspard literally sacrificing his life to save his son. Not worthy enough of an award for the WWE. Vince doesn't get that sentiment. He's <laughs> no. like, why? Why do you, why do you sacrifice for weak. your son? For he your was son, weak. Yeah. Don't have to swim, bitch. Now, there was to be one more for the class of 2020. I don't remember. Batista was announced. Oh, yeah, Batista was, but he but stepped he, away. He stepped away because he couldn't attend, and he wanted to be in attendance the year he gets put yeah. I mean, it's fair. So, you know. Then you have the legacy. I can't wait to hear these. Let me double check here. See, he needs to know if he can say the names right. No, I can. <laughs> One is Ray Stevens. Oh, fuck yes. How is he not? Op- <laughs> Whatever. I mean. Greatest heel of the 60s. The guy okay. that the guy that Ric yeah. Flair and Dick Murdoch. Pat and- Patterson. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. All these guys lifted things. I mean, the, the going into the turnbuckle and going over onto the getting clothesline. They all stole from him. How shitty that Pat's dead now and he's fucking Reggie right. Stevens is going in. God right. damn it, man. No, that's an easy... Re- he deserves it. Still alive or is he dead? He's dead. He's dead. Uh, Baron Michelle Leon. Baron Michelle Leon. Um, yeah, for, for New York, yeah. Okay. He was a big name. Gary Hart. Oh, fuck yes. Great manager. I mean, Kabuki-san. Still Bruce. But. Great Muta. <laughs> Brickhouse Brown. <laughs> I mean... I dig Brickhouse. Uh, he, nice. was a, he was a uh, Texas, <laughs> Memphis kind of so, sounds worker. Like a, sounds like an Andre Dawson or like, I mean, uh, yeah, it's really? Like, I, I wouldn't put him in. But Harold Baines? <laughs> he died. Even he died, so it's even weird that he got It's like, okay. Uh, you know, all right. And the last one. Dr. Death, Steve Williams. How's he just now? Like... I know what we're watching currently isn't painting him in the best light, but he's a legitimate bona fide wrestling legend. Um, wow. Again, dead. So that was the 2020 for the class of two, uh, 2021. Uh, Can you imagine watching this? I'm going to start with the oh. Warrior World Award because it's actually a stagehand. Um, Rich uh, Herring. Hey, at least for once, they actually did what the Ultimate Warrior recommended right. for the award before. So cool. You know what? That guy deserves it. Yeah, talk about does. people behind the fucking camera. That was Good the idea. That, that was the that idea. Good for that guy. Yeah. 
Uh, the celebrity was Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> what? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Sure. You celebrity can, you, celebrity is a weird word to put with that. But you right. can keep saying Jesus Christ because here are your uh, Hall of Famers for the 2021. <clears throat> Rob Van Dam. No. That's <laughs> nonsense. That is fucking nonsense. No. The, I, the great Kali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That that is purely because they're trying when, so hard to get into India. When when people ask like, does he belong in the WWE? And people and people laugh. It's because of that shit. Like, yeah. well, if that fucker's in. Sure, why not? Molly Holly. N- I love Molly, but no, she's more deserving than the Bellas, uh, but no. Eric Bischoff. Yes. Yes. I mean, no brainer. Yes. Fuck. I and, and no I, brainer. And I guess your headliner Kane. I mean, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, so he, yeah. Deserves, he deserves it. So yeah, your 2021 class. Your bedliner's Bischoff, by the way. Fuck that that's Kane the, shit. That's the weakest class that's since uh, so 2000. bad. 10? Was 10 the one headlined by DiBiase? I got 2010. I, I'm on Wiki Rant. 2010, Anoki, uh, DiBiase, Wendy Richter, Mad Dog Rashawn, Gorgeous George, Stu Hart. <laughs> And celebrity, Bob Uecker. Oh my God! Yeah, this is the that's worst. brutal. That's the worst one ever. But this is the second worst. <laughs> if Bischoff wasn't talking, shut it down. Just shut it down. Ooh. So that that's Tuesday. When's so, cause, when's uh, Uncle Brucey put himself in the Hall of Fame? Well, you know. or brother love at least you know. you know. So that's Tuesday, and we have Wednesday. That's NXT. Two nights. NXT Takeover. Stand and deliver. It's a terrible movie. Wednesday is going to be uh, on both you, both channels, and then on Thursday it's just Peacock. Because so what are they loading? Uh, I guess so. Wednesday doesn't matter. I guess they're loading on Thursday probably. Oh no, both shows no, are loaded. Both loaded. However, I'm not kidding you, and you may not agree since you don't watch NXT either. But to me, the two nights of Stand and Deliver blow away WrestleMania. That's pretty yes. normal for NXT to be honest. <laughs> um, how and also so. This is the last Wednesday night war because yeah. they're moving to Tuesday. I would ex- I would hope they win. They won't with I this. Would. Yeah, with this <laughs> lineup. So let's <laughs> mark out no sell for NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver Night One. Pete Dunn versus Kushida. Yes, I yep. will mark out. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, NXT Women's Championship Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Yes, I'll mark out. Wow, you put the main event. You're calling the. They said that's the main event. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not so, know. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, triple threat tag match for the NXT Tag Team Championships. MSK versus Grizzled Young Vets versus Legado de Fatasma. The three teams can go. So, it's an upgrade over the team that had to lose the belts. So, yes, I'll mark out. It'll be a good match. Sure. I look for my boys, MSK, to win that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six-man gauntlet eliminator match, and the winner receives a NXT uh, North American Championship on night two. Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight versus the man who's going to the moon, Cameron Grimes. So he wins, I'm assuming, right? It has to be a face. I don't know. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> They're dumb. I don't know who, who else on that match would... It's WWE. So. You know what I mean? I, I know I, we're all, you know, pro Strickland here, but 
I half I mean, expect L.A. Knight yeah. to go to the next night. However, I have a problem with that name. You know, Eli Drake. Yeah. Wouldn't Eli Knight be even better than L.A. Knight? I think so. I mean, Eli, Eli Knight. Knight. It's still the... Yeah. Because that's where they got it. Eli Drake. Yeah. I, just, I, I don't know why. He sounds like a hockey team. Is a, is a, one, is a, is a solo wrestler. <laughs> it is. Like a it's a minor LA league Knight. hockey team. It is. Like, what's LA stand for? That's what Happy Gilmore was trying out for. <laughs> right? So we have that for night one. Yeah. Right. If Cameron Grimes win, I'll mark out. If anyone else wins, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, kind of kind of out on that. <laughs> okay. Let's go to night two. Hey, you forgot a match. Yeah. UK title Son match. Oh, oh, yes. I forgot. Bitch. I apologize. The NXT UK championship, Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa. Yes. <laughs> yes. I will mark out. Uh, have you watched NXT lately? I have. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. The war vet looking Champa? Yeah. What's with like your angry, uh, uh, you know, your angry uncle who works on cars during the weekend? He's he quit shaving and he's bald, right? So he's just got this gray hair growing on the sides with the bald spot on top. And he it's got like, the Costanza, but like if Costanza went to Nam, I can't quite decide if I like it or it's like, dude, shave your head. You look badass that way. I can't decide. I like it. I like it. Same as without hair. Yeah. <laughs> I like he, it. He looks like, okay, so it's like, it's 1977, okay? Picture this. You're wearing your V-neck shirt, your bell bottoms. Bronx is burning. Your, your Bronx is burning. You're about to go get your disco on. Yep. And all of a sudden, your Uncle Tommaso comes in. We're still wearing the fatigues from when he came home in 69. <laughs> Cigarette hanging out of the mouth. Cigarette yep. hanging out of his mouth. He's got a 40 in his hand. Dirty trucker hat. And just, around his neck, yeah. And he just told you to go fuck yourself because he's having a non-flashback. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yes. So he's Randy Coy in Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hello, boys! Hello, boys! <laughs> so let's go to night two. Night one sounds good. Let's I, go to night two. We just talked me into liking that look. We're, yep, keep, yep. There we there go. There it is. Keep the look. <laughs> he's got the look. Uh, night two starts with the NXT Women's Championship, Tag, Tag team, team Championship. Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart defending against the way of Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Nope. I'll mark out. It'll be a good match. I, only if Ember Moon stays out. If, I never thought I'd say this, but if she lets Shotzi do most of the work, it'll be fine. Ember Moon imagine, is supposed to be like the next right. thing. And imagine somebody... Getting hurt, man. And imagine somebody being so rough that Shotzi's the worker of the team. <laughs> Shotzi's uh, the Bret Hart. We have Johnny Gargano versus the winner of the Eliminator for the North American Championship. Okay. It depends on who it is. Depends <laughs> on who it is. It's Grimes. I'm definitely marking out. I love Johnny Gargano. Okay, so I, I watched NXT yeah. from this past week. You know Beth Phoenix is in the commentator. So he's at the announce table with him, and he's bit, uh, during the Eliminator did, thing, right? Did you not say Beth Phoenix for Hall of Fame? Isn't she going in? She already went in. She already went in. She went in like, she went like four three years, years ago, ago or something. Yeah. Oh, it's her documentary. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. It's the documentary that debuts. That's what I'm thinking of. So he's at the announce table during that gauntlet Eliminator thing, bitching about the fact that he's got to defend the title. And she's like, so I'm like, Johnny, I just, th- that's not the way you should be as a champion. He's like, oh, you think you know me? You think you know me? And she goes, that's real cute. And he goes, I can see clearly now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yep. no. see clearly. <laughs> a ladder match to determine the NXT Cruiserweight champion as it's Jordan Devlin versus Santos Escobar to make, to unify the Cruiserweight Championship. I'm going to know so for one reason. Nah. Two reasons, actually. Ooh. One. The wrestlers. 
Oh, I like them. There's too many fucking ladder matches in WWE. They, I mean, they, they are last 100%. year. Last year they had over like 15. Fucking cool it down. Second of all, this is a well-built storyline. Jordan Devlin won the title last January, and then the fucking pandemic happened. They had an, a North American tournament for an interim champion, and Santos won. It writes itself. The obvious, yep. you know. Now that they can travel again, they're unifying it. These two could have a fantastic wrestling match. They don't need the gimmick, right? But you know, because it's Sean, it's Sean down in NXT. A hat on a hat on a hat. They each got the belt in WrestleMania ten. Let's put them on a fucking ladder. I get it. It's cute. You want to try to, you know. But this could have been such a good match. And that company has fucking burnt me out on ladder matches. I also don't love um, just like two smaller dudes in a ladder match. You kind of need a bigger base in yeah. the match, or you need a bunch of small dudes. You can't like two people. You're like, eh. You're not wrong. Uh, by the way, they just announced the 2021 legacies. Hit me, Paul Bosch. Paul Bosch. Oh, oh yeah, Bosch. yeah. Long time promoter in Houston. Yeah, He's a yeah, legend. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's all. I mean, I wonder how that got in, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, Brucey. Uh, Buzz Sawyer. I mean, he's a dick. So no, Jesus. He, was, he was a piece Buzz of shit. Buzz Sawyer. What Fuck a, that guy. What a son of a bitch that guy was. Fuck Buzz Sawyer. Ethel Johnson. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> got it. Fuck is that? Pez Watley. Pistol Pez. Shaska Watley. I mean, no, but I like him. <laughs> Pez Watley? His real name was Pe- Pe- uh, You'd have to Wikipedia, but his real name, it's, it's a you know long what? form I, didn't of Pez. did he die last year? Because I remember that name. Yes. I read the yeah. list. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is Pez Watley? That's the guy. And his real name is Pez something. It's shortened to Pez, but it's Pez- Pezorius or Pezor. <laughs> I don't know. But it's, uh, he's a colorful character. I'm watching him in the 86 feed with Jimmy Valiant and Jim Crockett. It's fun. No. Fuck uh, Buzz Sawyer. And uh, Dick the Bruiser. It's 2021, and Dick the Bruiser's just now yes. getting into their Hall of Fame in any way, shape, or form? Yes. <sighs> yeah. He's in 2021. Yep. Yeah. Bob Euchre is in over Dick Great the Bruiser. Great colleague was in before he was. <laughs> if you're going to, like, legitimately, like... <laughs> Honest to God, if you're going to name the Great Kali before Dick the Bruiser. If you're going to name the top 10 professional wrestlers mm-hmm. of the 1950s and 60s, Dick Bruiser's on that list. Dick the Bruiser's on that list. And and his name was Dick, so, you know. And he bruised. He was an asshole, but he, he ran WWA out of Indianapolis for no other reason. One, he was a legitimate superstar. Mm-hmm. But for no other reason... He's the one that brought Bobby Heenan into the business. <laughs> so for that alone, he deserves a Hall of Fame induction. Right? He got it. But Great <laughs> Khali got him for him. Damn. Wow. That is. So hmm. let's go back to NXT. Sean Waltman got in twice before he did. <laughs> Jesus. NXT, day two. Rick Flair's like a nine-time fucking Hall of Famer. <laughs> An unsanctioned match, Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. Have you seen the uh, video? Yes, I have. The hype video? Holy shit. Game was good. <sighs> Jeremy Borash, dude. Oh, yeah. The only concern is that they are going against unsanctioned matches in AEW. And there's no way they're going to allow that much violence. It's true. So, I just hope it's not a cinematic match. Yes. I don't think it'll be cinematic, Please but I think no. it'll be a letdown. Because they, 
They have to timber. So. They have to timber the violence. Uh, they don't have a choice. It's very much WCW in 1999. They I'm between. Can't do I'm between the two of you. I have a hard time believing it can be a letdown because the two are so great. But you're not wrong in a lot of what you say. But the extra, the extra bit of why I'm hesitant is because I've seen the entire 12 year story arc from tag team to mm-hmm. kind of rival to rival, and then better rivals, and then and then all that. I mean, I've seen it all, right? And I'm just afraid that for someone like me who has seen the 12 year arc, that this isn't going to touch it's what they did worth. in Ring of Honor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it, it, I'm uh, he I, kicked the dude's teeth out. In Ring of Honor. Hate to see it. That's what made Adam Cole. Kyle O'Reilly is why Adam Cole got over. Going into that match. Is that what introduced him to Bird Breaker? No. But after that match. That would have been crazy, right? (laughs) Right? That would have been crazy. That's what the dentist he went to was Bird Baker. And she's like, oh, I'm a wrestler. wrestler. I'm just starting. Oh, my. Yep. That's what really happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. That's canon. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. Uh, so, like, no, it was a when, mixed... they go to, when he goes to AEW, that's what how they met. It was a hybrid rules match, and Kyle already connected with a fucking kick to the face, and Cole's teeth went flying, blood was everywhere, and he hooked up and fought back. That made him in that company. And that was an awesome fight, and I just don't know if this is going to live up to that for me. Well, they stopped the, the match. The, <laughs> the, the, hype, the hype video made it amazing. I just don't know. What year where, was that? 2012. I just don't know where it goes in the card, because the main event, but probably should be, Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross It'll, for the NXT that should, Championship. That should be the main event. It'll be before that. There'll be a buffer in between that match. So do you think Women's it goes third? Um, third? Do you think it goes first? No. It'll be third. Just to get the hype out of the It'll way? It'll be the... Um, no. Go third and then have the tag match in the middle? No, the... Um, cam- um, Gargano. Gargano will be the... Yeah. Gargano will get the death slot. Be the buffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's unfortunate it. someone has to get it, but he'll get it. He'll get it. And he'll probably be okay with it. Yeah, because he'll make it work. Because um, you probably start it with the ladder match. Yeah. Probably. And then you ladder, go to women's the women's... tag, unsanctioned, Gargano. Yep. Yeah. And then Balor beating Cross, because that's what's going to happen. That's the end of the week, guys. You know, pretty good week. Well, Not bad. I mean, those are two good cards. So. Well, Mazel tov. Mazel tov. Uh, so that's Thursday. SmackDown Friday, which it has the huh. uh, fatal four-way for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Basically, they're doing the two pre-show matches on Friday. Yes. Uh, as it's going to be uh, the Mysterios versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy of uh, Otis and Gable versus... The old dogs, top na- dogs, top do- dirty nasty. dogs, nasty dogs. They have a different fucking name every week. Well, here's the funny thing. Who is it? It's uh, Ziggler and Root, and they're ta- Rude. they're the SmackDown champions. That sounds terrible. And I honest, I was talking to my uh, lover at work, and he's like, "Whatever happened to Root and uh, Ziggler?" Right. And I was like, "Oh, they're tag champs." Whatever happened to Saturday Night? I would like, know it, but they're the tag champs. I, I forgot. And they, I was like, oh, yeah, they were tag champs for a bit. And then I just went, oh, like, we went off on something else. And then the next day I saw them on SmackDown. I'm like, holy shit, they're champs still. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I'm, I, I'm out on that. <laughs> However, um, how crazy that, Wrestle, that WrestleMania is two nights and Rey Mysterio can't get on the actual fucking WrestleMania. He's on SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Botchmania. They did that whole shit stick of Michael Cole calling them top dogs, old dogs, <laughs> or you know, and they're like, Michael. "You can, 
Graves is trying to save it by, you can call them whatever you want, but they're the old, you know, naughty, nasty dogs or whatever the hell they Michael are. Michael Cole is about a two of give a fuck. He's he's about like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Yeah, he's, I'm, he's, I'm about done. He's Shivani and Heenan combined in 99. He <laughs> like, does not fucking, and do you blame him? No. Dude, he's been there a long fucking time. 24 years of taking that punishment. Dude, fuck that. So yeah, uh, that and then they have the Andre the Battle Royal, Andre the Giant Battle Memorial Battle Royal, the prestige Battle Royal that's supposed to be on WrestleMania on SmackDown. I saw like two people in there that could probably win it. The rest is like, oh, that's Jobber Central. I mean, that is Jobber Central. Like the entire all retribution. Uh, I was like, Shinsuke may be able to win it. I don't know. Uh, probably Shinsuke. I eh, suck. That's. I mean, it's not. I can give you the. I can give you the. Please uh, do. Let's let's hear the immortal group of, of people. This is World War Three all over again. Just wait till you hear it. No, Jesus. Give me a moment. I gotta find it. Give him a break. Let him take a break of that Kit Kat bar. That fancy feast, Andre the Giant Battle Royale. There we are. We're going to Wikipedia. Hey, look at this. Um, you know what? You piece of crap. It's not telling me. Don't talk to Corey like that. Oh, SmackDown. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> since it's been on Mania since WrestleMania 30, it's going to SmackDown for 37. We had seven fucking years of this match? Yeah. Well, they didn't have one last year. They didn't have one Mother last year. fuck, dude. Uh, you have Akira Tozawa, Mustafa Ali, Angel Garza, uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, so those two not in a fucking match. God <laughs> damn it, man. That's <laughs> so much talent. As, as, as the entire summer, uh, entire winter, they've been feuding Kofi with Mustafa. Uh, so you think it'd be them two at Mania? No. Um, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, uh, Elias, oh fuck him, Eric from the uh, uh, Viking Raiders. Viking Raiders. Yep, he's gonna be on what? it. The fucker's still employed. Grand Metalik. I thought you were gonna say Grandmaster Sexy. Yes, I was I like, what? Umberto Carrillo. Have you seen him lately? He's gotten big. He got jacked. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson. Testing, huh? Jackson Riker. Ooh, fuck that guy. Jay Uso. Uso's one in this. Kalisto. Lindsay Dorado. Mace. Murphy. Ricochet. Sean Benjamin. Shinsuke Nakamura. Slapjack. T-Bar. And uh, he's still on the roster, Tucker. Usos winning that bitch. Yeah, Usos. So that's Usos winning that. That's uh, that's SmackDown. And then uh, I love it. They they promote it by this. You have the tag team Fatal Four Way. You have the Andre the uh, Giant Battle, Battle Royal appearances by Edge, Roman, and Daniel Bryan. Well, they're on the show. I, I would hope. Which is hilarious now. I don't know if you guys have seen the memes, Corey. You have Daniel Bryan being Daniel inserted. Daniel Bryan is being inserted in everything. My favorite was the Stone Cold podcast. They have him behind the table with the microphone with Jericho and Austin right there. Like they've added Daniel Bryan to the Stone Cold podcast. Uh, my favorite, my favorite, it was a Raw from a few years back, and it's Randy and Cena tag teaming against like the entire heel roster. But it's like it's them. And it's like the old raw photos, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's Daniel Bryan as a th- triple threat. What is what the uh, 
Jericho on the Austin thing. Let's talk about it. Since that'll be Saturday. Well, first of all, real quickly. Also, I saw one today of... You know, Savage holding Elizabeth on his arm at WrestleMania 4. Yeah. That's got Daniel Bryan on the other <laughs> shoulder now. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So on April Fool's, they came out with the Titan Tron with Stone Cold and the, the countdown. Jericho Countdown. And everyone's like, what type of fool April Fool's joking in here? Kind of and then it reappears the next day and it counts down to zero and then it pans away. And then you see Stone Cold and Chris Jericho sitting across from each other for the Stone Cold uh, Sessions podcast. What do you guys think? I don't understand why he's allowed to do it. They're going to do business. Basically, Vince treats the podcast on the network like its own separate entity and was fine with him being on it. Didn't really care. Austin even texted him twice like, you sure? this Are is they, okay? Are they allowed to talk AEW? I'm sure the letters AEW will come up. I don't think they're going to talk like storylines and behind the scenes. Probably say, how's it going? Yeah. But I mean, it'll be the AEW talk will be incredibly basic if it happens at all. Um, it'll be more like talking about the old days and then like, oh, yeah. And so you're in AEW now. You enjoying that? Yeah, that, kind that, of little fluff, company. that little fluff piece, you know? Uh, Thanks, Age. Uh, I mean, obviously, Khan signed off on it. So is it a trade? Did they trade something? Christian Cage. <laughs> Once again, that guy. <laughs> God damn it. We want Jericho. We have to give up Cage. She's like, fuck, I can't get away. And it's funny, too, because they Triple H did a press conference like uh, talking about NXT, and someone brought it, this up. And he's like, WWE's always open for business. It's like, the full, actually, I actually believe that once Vince dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the full, the full quote from Triple H was, yeah, I woke up and saw it. I wasn't overly surprised. We're always open for business. So it's like nothing. He didn't know about it, but then when he saw it, he's like, oh, okay. He, he gets it. Look, I don't know exactly what it's going to entail, but I, I just get this gut feeling that when Vince passes away, there is going to be some sort of seismic change in the wrestling business. I don't know what that exactly... I don't know if that means... WWE buys everything in sight. I don't know if they get sold to the highest bidder. I don't know what it means. They merge. I was actually thinking about this. No, not necessarily that somewhere in the middle. I actually think they might turn everything back into sort of like an indie thing where you just kind of bounce around. Yeah. And it, of course, what it did was, oh, Jericho's angling for a job. Contract's up. No. No. If I remember correctly, like, I wasn't there in the, in the room, mind you. No. But when he signed, I mean, but when he signed in we January, we don't buy that. <laughs> when he signed in January 2019 with AEW, it's for a three-year deal mm-hmm. that would come up in January 2022, theoretically. You're almost in the negotiation. Window. I've heard that there's a fourth-year clause in the contract. I don't know which side it's on, or if it's on both. It's probably both. It's probably a yeah. mutual option. So don't just automatically assume he's going to be back in WWE at Rumble next year. Damn, no, <laughs> but, I'm kidding. But, I mean, it could happen. It's, it's Jericho, so. It, it's it's hilarious because, you know, he does, like, he tweeted it out, and since Booble can't see. Uh, nope. Uh, he did, like, you know, the forbidden door has been kicked open. You know, it's just like. To be perfectly honest, I wouldn't mind him leaving in January next year. I mean. Let, let's be honest. It's better for them. He That's what I'm talking about. For AEW. He did exactly what you needed him to do in the first three years. Yep. 
He came in, he gave you that big name, he legitimized you, he legitimized your world title with it being its first champion. If they stay he, around, he'll be their first Hall of Fame inducting. He you, has worked hard to put over young guys. What do you guys think about him? What his, I think I saw one of his ideas is when he steps away, he's going to become announcer. He wants to see what Giant's doing. What do you guys think of him going to the booth? If he calms down, yeah. he was really good with Shivani when the pandemic first started. But the more he's been doing it, it's just him yelling at the top of his lungs, playing a caricature of the Chris Jericho character, yeah. doing it. It's Brody Lee! It's Brody Lee! If he gets away from that mm-hmm. and goes back to what he was doing with Shivani, he was really good. Yeah. And he could actually be an asset to somebody. Not them, because they've got like 57 announcers. Are you going to watch the interview? Yeah. Are yeah. you interested in watching it at all? Yeah, I will. It's on Sunday morning, so I probably will. It's interesting enough. I just want to see. I want to see what they cover. Yeah, I like the. I've only seen two of the Austin Broken Skull sessions. I've liked them both. It's just that I just don't have time. So the interviews always get pushed back. They're like they're like, like an hour and a half. I think I watched the first. Taker I watched Taker. One. I watched the first Taker and I watched Goldberg because that's the second one. I did too, and that was okay too. Was I I uh, I wanted to watch uh, Orton's. <laughs> Orton's and Sasha's because I heard there was some interesting things said. Uh, Any chance uh, Cody does the podcast? <laughs> probably not. Probably not sign it off on Cody. Because <laughs> I saw, yeah, because what you're saying, Corey, about Vince doesn't see the podcast as a WWE thing. He sees he now sees it as a Peacock thing. And I also doubt. I, I also don't doubt that he doesn't see AEW as anything either. At his time of life, they're not going to do anything to him. They're not going to challenge him, right? They, so he, he, and if they do, he doesn't give a fuck. It, right, I, it's one of those things. Like, uh, I, you know, I listened to the Paul Big Show Paul Wright pod with Jericho, and it's just you just hear the respect that they both have for Vince. That I mean, he put a lot of money in their bank accounts. It's, yeah, and that's uh, like that's the thing. That's like the whole thing. They're like, he put a lot of money in our stuff. Hard not to respect the guy that made you a millionaire. So. Look at you, Jesse Ventura. Don't always have to agree with this shit, but I mean, you know, he made you a millionaire, so can't be that bad. Yeah, that's interesting. So that's this weekend. It's Sunday, actually, not Saturday. But Saturday is night one of WrestleMania, as it's a two-nighter, with your host, yeah. uh, Titus O'Neil, and one Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Dude. Dude. So I was thinking, because I asked you guys yesterday, who gets the first pop? Who gets that virgin pop, the first one in 13 months? And it comes crashing mm-hmm. down, down and it hurts inside. And then, and then, bah, I, th- bah. then I thought about something. You know what it should be? You know what match should, you know should open WrestleMania? The Fiend. Bianca and Sasha. Fuck the main event. That should go on first with that red, hot, fucking crowd. Who's getting the chance to cheer for the first time in 13 so months? Sasha would go out first. Me. Sasha should get the first entrance because I would feed her ego. Yeah. And then they get that audience that's going to be fucking orgasmic, right? It just hit me, sir. Pre matches on SmackDown. Yeah. They don't want the. That's why they're not, yes. that's that's why why they're they, not doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been saying this first match and this first entrance is so important this year. I, I think it would be Hogan, it's but like I, Dolph, might, it might be McIntyre. <laughs> Uh, you know, if they start the, That's if, not good. Here comes the money. Oh. Here we go. Well, hey, let's do this. No let's, chance. Let's, <laughs> let's break down the card and then we're going to pick your match. All right. Okay. 
Uh, as we said, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Sasha versus Bianca Belair. Mark out no so. One of the few I'll mark out for enthusiastically, and mm-hmm. it should open. And if those girls had any foresight, they should want to open, not close. I know Sasha's been fucking angling. She's, she's almost CM Punk level for that main eventing WrestleMania. But just think about it, Sasha. Flip that around. That's the position you want this year. CM Punk probably deserved it, though, is the thing. <laughs> Sasha does. Well, she doesn't. Um, no. Uh, for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I think this will be the first match. If if the women don't go on first, this goes on first. Yeah. And McIntyre gets that first entrance. If it's, I don't think it's a good reception. I think I think people will cheer him, but it's not going to be what they want, which is going to hurt him. And that's the thing I'm most intrigued about. Nobody's talking about this anywhere. I haven't read this anywhere, and I can't believe it because we're, we're, we're here. Nobody's talking about the elephant in the room. It's been a year of you pushing whoever you want without any fan yep. backlash at all. Who's actually going to be over? What if they don't like Drew? What if the fans don't want Drew or Bianca? Like, I'm not and saying this going to happen, but... Drew but, is fucked. But Bianca's fucked. You don't know because you haven't had any fan interaction. You've had the fake ones on you, the, the yeah, where Thunderdome. You're, uh, where you're telling them to cheer. So it's not God the same. It. You know who it fucking should be and it can't be? Who? It's Roman. Yeah. That's night two, baby. Yeah. He should open that bitch. He should be the first fucking one. But the storyline he's been doing for the past six months is he goes on last. Because he couldn't <sighs> give a fuck about the fans. Yeah. He couldn't give a shit. Um, what if they cheer him? That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. They're then gonna, what the fuck are they going to do? He's just I don't gonna, know. You know. He's the best goddamn heel they've got. They finally found something. and They, they finally found a way to get him a heel. What if he gave a new theme? They finally got him a way to get cheered, and they need him that, to be a heel. That could be. Because he's been saying there's no one coming. Yeah. Could be. It would make sense. Yeah. That's mania. Um, but yeah, no, he's going to get cheered. I'll be cheering for him. What the fuck, man? <laughs> uh, the <laughs> next train wreck. The next match, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. That's a no for me, dog. Okay. For the tag team championships, Omos and AJ Styles versus the New Day. That's a no for me, no. dog. Okay, and that's an AJ Styles match. My that was my pick actually is New Day. Did you get that? Oh, but shit, Biggie doesn't do it. But since they took Biggie away, it's mania, I'm all new tag Day team turmoil <laughs> match. Lana Naomi versus Dana Brooke versus and Manny Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. Winner gets a tag team championship match. Wasn't on there another two. match? Another oh, there f- is. Team? There's two. No. There are five teams. Uh, one, two, three. There's four. That's a no for me, Holy dog. fuck. And then we get to see one of those teams again? Yep. Face Nia and Shayna on the next night. You know what that tells me? Put it here. Natalia and Tamina are winning that Yes, thing. they are. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, they are. Because that they're fucking... Getting pushed. And then they're winning those belts. Yeah, and then they're winning the belts. Gross. Disgusting. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you... Did you see the... Uh, uh, Heyman talking smack on them. He's just like, just burning them both. Like, your father did all this for you, and he, what would he be thinking of you right now? And then he like looks at Tamina and is like, don't get me started on what your dad would would have done. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> kill somebody. Uh, next match. I hate to say this because uh, from all accounts, mm-hmm. she's a fabulous human being. Just one of the all time nicest people you'll ever meet. Would help a stranger with anything. Just 
a solid one. Is there anybody less deserving of a roster spot at this point than Natalia? Yes. Nia Jax. I mean, fuck. Both. Both. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jackson Riker. Cesaro yes, versus Seth Rollins. No. Fantastic match, but that does not say WrestleMania to me. Okay. That's should be entire, on SmackDown. And I'll get to the bigger part of this after night two, but no, that's not WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> I said the best for last. A still cage match. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon. That's a hard, hard no. Fuck all the no's. Okay. You know what? I found out something watching that five-hour countdown last night yeah. that I never thought about. Where's this on? Coltaholic.com. Uh, Coltaholic. All right. I never put two and two together seven. until they said it. This will be only the second. In 37 WrestleManias, this will be only the second steel cage match. In all the WrestleManias? There's been hell in the cells. Oh, it's but steel this cage. Is the only, this is only the second Steel cage match. Bundy and Hogan? Bundy and Hogan at WrestleMania 2. Where'd he go, Shane? I mean, fuck. That is amazing, isn't it? At least we don't get the choo-choo noise, right? Oh, we're getting that. <laughs> in front of a... I can't wait to see how that plays in the live crowd. Two With steel the, cage yeah, matches. That blew my mind when he said it. And this is probably going to be a better match than Hogan versus Bundy, for being Hogan honest. And, Hogan and Bundy was good. It depends on how motivated Shane delivers, Shane is. man. I don't... It depends on how motivated Shane is. Are we going to get Shane in the cell? Because that was not great. Uh, I mean, does he like Braun more than he likes Steger? I would doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I that's, think Joe's over there checking in the facts. Uh, no, no, that's weird. There's been the same oh. amount of boxing matches as there has been cage matches. Yeah. Uh, by the you way, had Bart Gunn and Butterbean and T and Piper. By the way, the... Uh, if you count Big Show and Floyd, it's even more. And more. There's been more boxing matches than cage matches. Uh, by the way, the uh, Warrior Award guy, uh, yeah. Rich, uh, Rich Herring, he was the official for uh, Macho and Elizabeth at, the, at their wedding. Oh, that's awesome. TV. Good. So that's how long he's been around. So it's his fault. Well, he yeah. deserves it. Yeah, go for him. So that was night one. Let's talk about night that's two. That's not great, Bob. That's not a great night one. That's not great, Bob. Night two, uh, we're going to do the uh, women's championship, Baszler and Nia versus probably Natty and Tamina. No. No. Okay. For the U.S. title, Riddle versus Sheamus. Nope. I'm hovering. I like both guys, but mm, I'm going towards no. Matt Riddle. Fucking Riddle shit. Uh, a singles match, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Who's they had corners. He in Sami uh, Zayn. Zayn's. He was on. He was on the SmackDown. Heel. Yeah, he was on SmackDown this week. Oh my god! Because yep. you know he's hip. You know, so he, he is. You know he's taking a stunner, right? Yeah, I know. He, he is hip. Yeah, this is the problem. That's gonna get a fuck ton of eyeballs. Yep. His fucking a, brother's fighting Ben Askren like two weeks from now yeah. on pay per view that I'm probably gonna watch. In a Nigerian drum fight <laughs> for the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship. Big E versus Apollo Crews. What the fuck? A Nigerian drum hey, Jeff, fight. Yeah. You want to please tell us what a Nigerian drum fight is? I will right now. Is it going to be racist? No. Are you it sure? Sounds, it sounds like <laughs> no, it is. I'm pretty no. sure it's racist. I, it, there is a thing here. Okay. That's the hard R at the end of the N-word. <laughs> it, it, according to Wikipedia, it's just hardcore wrestling. I don't know. I think I saw us, uh, part of uh, Ace Ventura when Nature Calls that had a... 
Uh, this is gonna be some racist ass bullshit. Is what this is gonna be? It just happens to be two African Americans in this match. Yeah, so it's a it's a hardcore match in some shape or See, form. I'd be more sure if it was Kevin Owens the same as name. Then I'm all if I'm selling that shit. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. Oscar uh, versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship. Yes, that could be all kinds of good. And <sighs> best belief, Ripley's winning. And it won't matter. Let's hope. Should it be Charlotte? Because as soon no, it but you won't know what? Fucking matter. Because as soon as Ripley wins. And she's going to come strutting down the aisle and she's going to make her grand challenge and they're going to be face to face with the light bulbs going off and then she's going to prance her big cans right up the aisle again. <sighs> and take her moment right away from Ripley. Uh, <laughs> checks out. Uh, the Fiend versus Randy Orton. Fuck uh, you. And- I can't wait for. No. I just. I just hope the crowd shits on that. The hardest of no's. Is that cinematic? Or is no, that no? Oh geez, they should have. They fucked up not making a cinematic. <laughs> you done fucked up, Aaron. You done fucked up. Then a triple threat for the WWE Universal Championship: Daniel Bryan versus Edge versus our Lord and Savior Roman Reigns. No, I'll mark out for it. I mean, it'll be good, um, especially with Daniel Bryan in there. Who wins? Edge? I still think Roman wins. Because Edge turned heel, and there's talk of of elongated Brian Edge feud over the next you know months. Okay, Brian, Brian, or do you give it have let Edge, Edge do it? Because Edge can still Edge can go further into the heel thing. Like it was my shot, my shot. You got pinned. You f- screwed me over. It's that or Brian needs him. Yeah, and, gets, and then yeah. he gets speared, and then he pins Edge. So yeah, either way, but that you know I gotta be honest with you, it's not good. That's like a in your house. That's yeah. a long WrestleMania in your house. That reminds me of WrestleMania 13, where there's like one match. So, damn man, that's bad. That's a rough, rough card. So that's just in this whole week. So you have all dirty, but then you have also have all the indies. Do we really? We do. The yeah. collective <sighs> is scheduled this week. When the indies come back, that's that's the indies. Hmm. Yes, as there's it starts on Thursday, and you have Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F, the Acid Cup Day One, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Six, for the Culture starts at eleven fifty nine p.m. That's Thursday, Friday. Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl Ship, Acid Cup Day Two, Spring Break, uh, formerly known as or RS uh, RS Spring Break, formerly known as Joey Janela Spring Break, as uh, four four oh. Is this like forty eight straight hours of wrestling, no. or is it like it's, there's just a bit? Okay. Uh, and then at eleven fifty nine, Violence X uh, Suffering, and then Saturday, Effie's B- uh, Big Gay Brunch, Planet Death, Unsanctioned Pro, and No Peace Undergrounds at midnight. Um, I kind of miss the old days of the WrestleMania Indie Weekend where we would get Evolve and Pro Wrestling Revolver and. PWG, I'll give you some. PWG. I'll give you some. Uh, I'll get. I won't break down every card since I could, but I'm not going to. I'll give you some cards that uh, some matches that look cool. Yeah. Atticus Kogar versus Trey Lamar. Um, that's one good match for Jimmy Lloyd because he can go fuck himself. Um, for the Acid Cup, AJ Gray versus Nate Webb. Uh, oh. Calvin Tankman <laughs> versus Colby Carano. Colby Carino? Carino. Yep. Yeah, it's going to die. And uh, Barnett uh, 
Bloodsport. Uh, Burnett against Moxley. Moxley versus Burnett. Leo West versus Yoya. Burnett Moxley is... Rocky Romero versus Chavo Guerrero Jr. Jesus Christ. Um... Chris Dickinson versus Shane Mercer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Mania all of a sudden. Davey Boy Smith versus KTB. Nah. Uh, for the culture, you get Lee Moriarty versus Leo Rush. Yes. That would be great. Rich Swan versus Two Cold Scorpio. Yes. yes. Jesus. Everybody, here comes Two Cold Scorpio. AJ Gray versus JTG. Hmm. I'm surprised JTG hasn't got a job anymore. He's bulked up. He's got. Yo, yo, he, yo. Can, he can ride the Shad Gaspard story. I know he doesn't want to, but it's an easy story to tell. Uh, you have the, uh, for the Alley Cats, real hot shit girl, you have the Faye Jackson's Grace Straight Pants Battle Royal. Nope. <laughs> featuring JTG, Ricky Shane Page, Lee Moriarty. Um, God, what happened to the Indies, man? They're all in the next two. Then RS Spring, uh, RS Spring Break, uh, presented by Four Four O H O. You have uh, Joey Janela versus Chris Dickinson. Nope. Rich Swan versus Lee Moriarty. Be good. Um, brunch versus bitch match as it's Effie versus Gregory Iron. <sighs> uh, Leo Rush versus Jordan Oliver. Oliver. And the match th- uh, could oh, be okay. Atticus Co- uh, Atticus Kogar versus Masada. That would be filthy. And for the GCW World Heavyweight Championship, Ricky Shane Page versus Nick Fucking Gage. That's the match. Gage wins. That's why people are there. Yep. <laughs> That's why people are tuning in. This first match. Yes. Back. Yeah. The, uh, the Indies have gone downhill. Uh, violence and suffering match. Uh, Corey. Leo Rush versus Loki. <laughs> Jesus. Brian Cage versus Chris Dickinson. That'll be hard. Um, nah. Two Cold Scorpio versus Eli Everfly. Lucha Rules match. Two two Cold Scorpio matches? Yep. Seems like too many. Um, you know my favorite Two Cold Scorpio story? Hmm. They re-signed him in 2006. And had him work house shows for like eight months dressed as Flash Funk. Never put him on TV. Released him. Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> like, why? What are you doing? I'm, uh, I'm also looking. There is not really much. And all reports where he was like the best match of the night. Like, I mean, yeah. it checks out. <laughs> you have Sue Young versus G Raver. No, thanks. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no for me, dog. Alex Col- Col- the G Raver never more. Alex Cologne versus Masada. Yeah. No. I mean, once you've seen one Alex Cologne match, you've seen Alex Cologne That's matches. That's true. So, That's damn true. He's kind of like Carlos Cologne. Not a lot of, not a lot of uniqueness to him. But there matches. was a lot more. But I'm not going to break them all down. But uh, so was that Nick Gage match? Friday at 8 p.m. Excuse me while I find something. Okay. Um, Friday at Christ? 8 p.m. I believe. Let me double check here because Zen doesn't. Effie's uh, right. Gay Brunch starts at 8. A.M. Is that West Coast time or East Coast time? It's 5 p.m. West Coast time for us. So it'll be 5 p.m. here for the spring break. Set 5. Okay. On Friday. So it's going one-on-one with SmackDown. What do we... Guys, what do we choose? Do you mind if I th- throw something at you? Throw something at us. Is it <clears throat> bacon? Nine inches? <laughs> Five years ago. 
I watched this match on the day before WrestleMania, or this card. Okay. World Wrestling Network says the parent company of Evolve. Mercury Rising 2016. First match. Match number one. Chris Harrow versus Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> match number two. Drew Gulak with Matt Riddle, TJP, and Tracy Williams in his corner versus Fred Yehai. Tracy Williams then defeated Matt Riddle. All ego Ethan Page defeated Tony Nese. Taylor Made defeated Nicole Matthews in the Shimmer Women's title match. Caleb Conley defeated uh, MJF. For the Evolve Championship, Timothy Thatcher defeated Sammy Callahan. And in the main event, a a six-man team dream match. Johnny Gargano, TJP, and Kota Ibushi defeated Marty Skrull, Aleister Black, and Will Ospreay. So that's an indie show. That's what I mean. It's gone downhill. Like, (laughs) fuck uh, quick, so let's talk about uh, AEW for a minute before we uh, wrap up. All right. Uh, Mike Tyson's going to be on Dynamite. Jesus that's, Christ. that's what they're trying to uh, fight back with. <sighs> there he won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey? Yeah, what's up? I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago about how you you like all the factions. I do. And in the time since, there's been two more. The Sorry. Pinnacle and QT's Nightmare rip. Family Part 2, Wolfpack. Yeah. Um, there's a bigger story there that nobody's talking about. And that is, if you go back and look through the feuds past year, you'll notice that all of the executive vice presidents are working together. Yep. Except for one, who always has to make his own feuds with his own friends because no one else will work with him. I'm talking Cody, Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pointing that out there. Oh, thank, we, thank you. He's got to have his, his group turn on him now to have something to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's where there's smoke, there's fire. You know? <laughs> the rest of the AVPs are working together. Somebody likes to have in the book. Uh, somebody wants all the power. Yep. Somebody does not want to be known as Triple H, but is in fact <laughs> Triple H. Somebody needs to realize that your name is Rhodes. But yep. it's Cody, not Dusty. Or Dustin. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dustin never made the power play. Uh, on Dynamite this week, you have John Moxley teaming up with the Young Bucks to take on the Good Brothers in Omega. Yeah. Oh, and we forgot uh, against Night 2 of Stand and Deliver, which will make no difference at all. In fact, it's going to hurt Impact. Yep. But Impact debuts on Access TV Thursday night. Kenny Omega actually wrestling on Impact. Damn. And that's the first time he wrestles on Impact. They put it against Night 2. Of and no Tigger. one will watch. Nope. Well, they're sure not doing any favors. Uh, J.D. Drake. making it cheaper for Khan later this year. <laughs> uh, J.D. Drake's <laughs> taking on Darby Allen for the TNT. J.D. Drake's going to get signed. He, he would have been He would have been perfect for MLW or Impact. Or even Ring of Honor. A real a sturdy cowboy-looking fucker who can move for a size and put on good matches. At this point, it's almost an embarrassment of riches for AEW to get the guy like that. Mm-hmm. He could have been a super utility player in one of those other places. But well, I mean, he could still be an impact, <laughs> right? <laughs> and in he's a way. The, ironically, he's the only guy from Evolve that didn't get signed by WWE when they went out. That's rude, because of the look. He, I mean, to say he's in better condition than late era Dusty Rhodes, but he's definitely he's got the belly and he's a cowboy. But he's fuck, he can work. Is he better than 
Fucking Otis? Yes. Well, God, there yes. You go. Comparing to him. Okay. If Otis is a WWE quality superstar, then JD Drake is Ric Flair. Oh, <laughs> like, like, he's like, the, I mean, the two of them, that's how disparate that is. You guys excited for all this wrestling? No. Um, NXT, yes. No. Some of WrestleMania. You know, it's one of those things that's going to be, it's that weird factor. Of, you know, last year we, this year we, we were able to watch it together. Or last year we watched, we watched it via Zoom. Yeah. And I think Booba was on like that 10 second delay. Oh, Devin and I were super delayed. So the producer so were ruined reacting. it. We were like, oh, I kept telling her to shut up. I'm like, be quiet. Because she's like, oh my God. And then like, all of a sudden, like, it's like, uh, like the <laughs> boneyard. Like, you know, uh, the good brothers get thrown off the thing or something. And she's like, oh shit. And then Booba was like, Thanks for ruining it. <laughs> then, like, ten seconds later, it's like, Bush. And I'm like, oh, and she, he's like, oh, that's where she responded to. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be exciting. You know, to, yeah, I mean, it'll be good. Yeah. I, mean, I think WrestleMania will over-deliver. I'm going in not really looking forward to much. I think it'll be a good time. Yeah. Two, three and a half hour shows. Yeah. So, uh. I w- they made it clear this is the last year. It's two days. Thank fucking Christ. But that's, I disagree. I think they're gonna do it again. I, I would. I would much prefer two, three, three and a half hour shows than the like you know the seven to eight hour slogs with the pre-show. The thirty-two it, and thirty-three it, were. It's one of those things that you know. A but funny it, thing. I well, was thirty-five. Say, thirty-five. I mean, they that main event didn't go around until after midnight. Yep. So it's just like I'd rather have two Thank shorter you. nights. And you know, it's uh, a small thing. So <laughs> WWE did a truth care eight-minute video care. of. The biggest pops for WrestleMania. Oh, and a certain certain Hardy's extreme was missing. The Hardys from Return in Orlando was some not bullshit. on there. And some fans were like tagging at Hardy's like, guys, this is because I'm working AEW now. Just, you know, you know what do you expect? And the sad it's thing is that the other the other brother still works for them. I mean, fuck. They picked uh, at fucking Walter Tyler like or LA Dragon Match like the fifth best match. So yeah. you know they're morons. Uh, one of the things they and like I love the fact that like I saw a comment. One of the, the one of the biggest pops they did was WrestleMania 35. The Becky winning at after one o'clock in the morning and and go got over. no pop. And everyone's like it was one a.m. No one wanted to be there. People got stranded. People got stranded, and you put that as your oh, pops. Adding Charlotte fucking run the match, but yep. let's not talk about that. Uh, Hogan Rock was on there, of course. But of course. like all the other pops, I'm watching. Like uh, I think the last one was Daniel Bryan winning it. The last that time was he a huge intervened, pop. was three on there. The Hogan and Andre stare down. I mean, the pop for that was. I don't think so, motherfucker. That was electric. That shit was electric. I still get goosebumps watching that moment on demand. You got 93,000, whatever, <laughs> people marking the fuck out at the two, just staring at each other in the middle of the ring. That's what professional wrestling is all about. Um, You're a great worker, and you know, whatever. Like, you know, yada, yada, yada. Look, Scott, you were never that good anyway. Honestly, WrestleMania is the one show where it's not really about work, right? No, it just it really isn't. No. It's great if you find a match that gives you that, but it's it's an event. It's a moments. So before we wrap up, I had some for you guys. I thought yeah. of earlier. Oh lordy! In a hypothetical world, nine inches. I mean, eleven inches. Hypothetical. 
I mean, I don't want to get too ahead of myself. <laughs> if they were to create and cast a movie about the years of WCW, for the big name players, who would you cast to play? And I thought about this because somebody we said, Robert Wool would be an unbelievable Tony Schiavone. He looks like him. That would be good. I'm so, so terrible. That's what thought of that. That's what I thought of. I was Is like, too so cheap to go Chris Hemsworth for Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Since they're, well, doing, it since it anyway. they're doing that. It's like, who would play Bischoff for you guys? Who would be hmm. a good Bischoff? Sleazy, easy, sleazy. Um, I thought of one, but I, don't, I think he's too old now. It's Christian Slater. Yeah, I think he's too well, old. Well, you don't have to do yeah. age like current day. You can just say, you know. Well, if you're, if you're not portraying a 96 Eric Bischoff, you don't think about Christian Slater. don't care, WWE. I'm trying to look up the pop video, and it's trying to send me to Peacock. I mean, it checks out. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm trying, sir. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I'm terrible at this shit. Um, <laughs> who, who is a sleazy son of a bitch? Sting's easy, because most of the time you're in face paint. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hmm, that's a good question. So for, hmm, who's someone I hate? Jimmy Lloyd. Um, I don't know. So uh, for the main people, I'm just gonna say what Hogan, Easy. And so I'm actually envisioning like mm, sort of more behind the scenes, more that's than what a because like you know you you Kevin Sullivan, you mm-hmm. Ted Turner. Dusty Rhodes, Ted Turner. You need a Bill Bush. I mean, you need a... That you, could be anyone. At some point, you need an AOL Time Warner exec. Yeah. Like, who's, like, the main, like, bad guy who brings this shit down? The uber bad guy. What was that dude's name? I just read that book. If you're a fan... By the way, if you're a fan of businesses and how they're ran and all that crap, mm-hmm. like, behind the scenes... Yep. I recommend the book Nitro. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I can, I, read, I bought it and read it last year. It's so interesting. It, it goes from September 95 to when they were sold. Mm-hmm. But it's not about Nitro highlights. It's about the business of WCW during that time. And by the time you get to, like, 98 with the mergers and all that, man, there is some interesting shit in there. <laughs> like, it's, 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 a, it's Never amazing. Never heard of it. Oh, it came out like two years ago, and it's so good. I can let you borrow if you want to read it. Hell yeah. Fuck, that's a good read. I found the video. Okay. So the biggest pops, top, they're top ten pops. Okay. Go in order, Joe. Ten to one. Okay, let me load it up here. Number ten, Shane falling from the cage. Oh, bullshit. No. At 32. Fuck you. Nope. Uh, Ultimate Warrior Returns. Nope. Nope. At, uh... Twelve. No. Eight. No, eight. Day one was huge. Let's see what else is on the list. Eight, Becky winning. No, that's bullshit. No. Seven, Edge spearing Hardy. No. Uh, Mitten air. 17, yeah, that was a huge pop. Six, Ronda Rousey and Triple H brawl at 34. Okay, that was a huge pop, so I can't argue is that. Is that the one where like he pulls her home to the crowd? Mm. No, 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 it's, it's like when they're fighting and he's, like, he's teasing the bigger, her. The one before was bigger pop. When, they, when he pulled her from when he looked and the camera panned. Dude, that pop was bananas. Number five, Undertaker returns at 20. No. 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 Number four, Randy Orton RKO Seth Rollins out of nowhere at 31. Oh. That's not even the one I would pick from that show. 
Seth Rollins running out is a bigger yeah, pop. That's number three. Fuck, dude. Kofi Kingston winning. It was a huge pop. Okay. I will not, I, it's a top ten. It's not three. I don't but know it's if it's three, 10. but it's top ten. Number two. The Rock and Hulk Hogan stare down. Okay. Uh, you've got one. me interested. What's one? Daniel Bryan. No, it's not bigger than Rock Hogan. No chance. So yeah, that That's the biggest moment of that show outside of Andre Hogan. They like, are you up. kidding me? What the fuck is that list? <laughs> fuck out of here, Kevin Dunn. That dumb shit. The dirty. Real quickly, before we leave, yeah. I, I listened to a podcast this morning that was quite interesting. They were uh, compiling a list of who were the ultimate WrestleMania performers. They went to like 27. So Boogeyman, Jillian Hall. And they came up with... Um, it's not far off from what you think the top ten would be. For sure, for sure. But Undertaker was like the only number five. What? I saw because there was they, a lot of shit in that performance, dude. Because they went into like <laughs> not just a moment, but like mm-hmm. match quality means something, but also quality of opponent. How important it was to that year's card. Mm. Like uh, how many quality so like above quality matches has Undertaker had? Taker matches from like mm. twenty one on meant something. You know what I mean? But those first 12. But how many of them really? were good outside? Yeah. Like 25 to 28, I mean, phenomenal. Four incredible years. I would say the... And even Punk's is good. The Orton one is underrated. Batista's is great. Mm-hmm. Edge. Edge is underrated. The two Shans and the two Triple H's are great, and Punk is great. Punk is a good match. Even though he didn't want to do it, it's still a good match. Um, all of those are great. I think everybody undervalues the Ric Flair one at 18. I think that's a great match. I think they work it perfectly. Uh, my uh, partner uh, from work texted me the other day that he watched that match. Yeah. And he's just like, God damn, that arm spine buster. I don't know where, buddy. Is Sean number one on that list? No. Hmm. Dolph Ziggler. He's number four. Okay. Hogan? We're getting there. He's three? Number three is Kurt Angle, actually. When they broke down the matches he had. Uh, okay. How good they were, That's how important they were. short span, too. But, yeah, but it's Brock at 19. Yeah, it's Eddie at twenty, mm-hmm. Sean at twenty one. Yep, the th- th- triple threat at twenty two was okay. Does he face? Does he face Benoit at seventeen? Yes, the, the Benoit one at seventeen, and then the tag at thirty four with Ronda Rousey. Five of the bigger and like three of those are like five star close to it. More importantly, he was number three. Mm-hmm. Number two, The Rock. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, if you look at The Rock, Austin at fifteen is an all timer. 17 with the Rock, or Austin's an all-timer. Right. 18 with Hogan's an all-timer. Yeah. 19 with Austin's an all-timer. And Cena at 28 is a great match. He really only has 13 that sucks with the Sultan. Uh, Shamrock at 14. The is Rock cool. and Sock against the Evolution. Yeah, which was, which was fun. Which was okay. Which was fun. Okay. So if you look at it, I mean, he's got almost no fat. Number one. Hulk Hogan. Is it Hogan? It's Hogan. Of course. Well, he made it into the first nine. He, you know. It, it wouldn't exist without him. So, it, it literally was built on his back. <laughs> you know, it's, that's it's why, hard that's to argue he's that, lost five inches. So, so you look at, he's got the moments with Piper and Mr. T at one, the stare down with Andre at three, the yep. Mega Powers explode, maybe the greatest storyline they ever mm-hmm. did. Hogan the Warrior. Hogan Warrior. Um, you have Hogan Rock, mm-hmm. Hogan McMahon at 19. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, it's tough to argue that one. He's... He definitely rose to the occasion around that time of year. Is there somebody you disagree with being on the list? They had on there mm, as high, not not being on the list, maybe as high as they were. I was shocked that Brett and Sean are like lower tens, uh, and it was tough because they they admitted Sean's fantastic. It's just those, those other guys. 
Mm-hmm. It just ended up meaning a little more. Savage was a great Red Mania. He's bottom ten. And before Sean, he was called. He was actually called Mister WrestleMania. Yep. It was his name. Yep. Um. No, I. By the time they were done, I agreed with it. I was like, you know anybody what? missing from the list for you? No, no. They 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 included everybody they needed to. I think everybody for the most part was slotted fairly. There was nobody. Uh, Brock was. Fourteen, fifteen on the list. <coughs> Overall, it was well done. Uh, by the way, did you saw my uh, the yearly Kevin Owens WrestleMania T-shirt? Sure, yes, the KO powers explode. Mania Five. <laughs> I love those shirts. <laughs> if I could, I go. I, I should have bought it every year yeah. just for collectors' items. That's oh, amazing. That's so I, I. I showed Zen that. I went. That is the only shirt I am buying. Yeah. And by the way, she's buying. She bought me that the Sting. Did she? Yeah. That's a sweet shirt. It's a shirt called Sting. A shirt called Sting. <laughs> so let's wrap this yeah. show up. Uh, we have a long week ahead of us. You know, sorry if you couldn't listen listen to us live. You can go to nosellentainment.com to catch the... If you didn't hear us live, you're a little bitch. You can... Check Mike that little bitch. Uh, you can uh, catch the replay at nosellentainment.com or any of our social media. He really is, I guess. He's too cool. Not that too cool. And you can also... <laughs> Hang on. And I'm going to one off. As we're going to say, uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts, once again, at nosellentainment.com. You can also uh, listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>